0: By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area.
1: It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071.
2: It's actually a show about nothing. It's actually just more of a stream of consciousness kind of thing. (laughs) Brad should be along shortly. And um, until then, you've got me. Until he starts playing his little drops. Yeah, this is what this man does. He he sits there and wants to have a conversation with me, and then all of a sudden he picks up something silly that I've said and he puts it on the air. That would be my boss, Brad Hildebrand. He needs to oh, cancel it it's and Brad have Department a beer party. and a personal pan pizza at home.
3: Can we can we all get along? Can we can we get along?
0: Shelley, you are amazing. How do you do it? Shelly, we listen online in our country. How do you say you got it going on, girlfriend? Rock on sister.
2: Not as bad as it could have, but he was gentle on me.
0: Who doesn't love a yellow school
2: bus, right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just, there's something about most of us, many of us went to school on the yellow school bus, right?
1: See, you know, people are making fun of Kamala, but she's actually brilliant because you know what she's doing?
2: Why? What?
1: She, she's using the rule of three. Every time she talks about something, she refers to it three times. And that Yeah,
2: ha- you know, I was just thinking that. <laughs>
1: yeah, three and what's interesting is if you right? some of her other quotes She
2: doesn't love a yellow
1: school bus. Alright. And she says school. Me? She says school bus. You you hate a yellow you didn't like going to school on a school bus?
2: They still smell like they did back in the seventies.
1: <laughs> like salami sandwiches,
2: right?
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: Uh, you know, my, my, when I went to grade school, my mom got so mad about this. They changed the rules. And at my, in my school district, if you lived a mile, if you lived under a mile from school, you didn't get to ride the bus. You had the parents had to take you, take you, or they actually was a private bus company that would, would for a fee pick you up and stuff like that. Okay. That was under a mile. So. My my dad was a civil engineer. Okay, he was really good about distances, and he plotted it out that we lived nine point eight miles from school. So, you know, if we lived like two houses further down the street, I could have rode the bus. But no, we lived nine point nine. No point. What did I say? Nine point eight. We lived point nine eight miles from school. Just like you know, like a literally. Hundreds of feet, like maybe I don't know, two hundred feet or something like that. And she used to get so aggravated about that, and she would, she, you know, to the point where it's like my mom would show up at school all the time. She was like one of the principal's worst nightmares. Yeah,
2: I was that mom.
1: Were you really? You showed up at yes. school all the time.
2: I didn't have to because Tiffany actually was a really good kid.
1: Yeah, then why'd you show up for school? Did you have did you have a thing for the principal or something like that?
2: <laughs> no, she was not my type. Oh, it was but a okay. Um she didn't get in prob in, in trouble with the kids yeah it was the teachers that were picking on her
1: Why? Well, cuz one can, of them lived in my neighborhood i can vouch for that i had teachers picking on me i told you my senior year of, of high school you didn't you know, even need to be there I, but what was interesting is not one not two but three different teachers said i'd like you to stop by uh, you know they had like their with their free hour or whatever like that i'd like to stop hey you stop by can, and they'd write me a pass out of my with my class I swear this is a true story. Nobody's going to believe me when I tell this. But it was their free hour. So they had the classroom to themselves. It was just, you know, so is this just them. And, of course, when I came in, it was just them and me. And all three of them tried to tell me that my problem was I needed. You didn't have Jesus. I didn't. I I needed God. I needed Jesus in my life. And okay, (laughs) if I would have told my mom that, Oh my god and now now keep in mind we're not anti-religious people we're not atheists or anything like that it was just that like and 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 at first one of the first teacher that did it to me was my physics teacher of all different crazy things yes i took physics in high school and um he couldn't have been nicer about it it was just like you know he says you know i i can tell people that are just sort of missing direction in their lives and i think that's you and i said let me tell you what I'm missing in my life. I'm missing the fact that I could have been in college right now, not stuck here another stupid year, because my very first day of my senior year, literally, I'm in the butts in my seat, five minutes in my first class, and it comes over the speaker, and Mrs. So-and-so, is there a student by the name of Brad Hildebrand in your class? And, you know, and of course, the first day, they don't know who's in, and she looks around, I wave my hand, and she goes, yes, there's a, he's here, can you send him down to the counselor's office? So I go into the counselor's office and here's this young, fresh out of college, you know, at the time I was 17, she's probably four years older than me, 21, 22, something like that. Her first day of, of being consular and she, she says, well, I, I, you know, I came to school a couple weeks ago and I'm going over all my students that are, and I've got one question for you. Why are you here? And I go, well, you called me down. No, 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 no. Why are you here in school? I go, why did I get kicked out and not know it? She says, no, you had enough credits to graduate last year. I go, what? <laughs> you know, I did, you know, this is where this came from. Honest to God, I had a recording in my little pocket when I was in high school. And as she said that to me, I said, what? And I said, say that again. She says, you could have graduated at, at the end of last year. And I looked look there and I went, what? That's what i did <laughs> so the rest of the year was just a train wreck i was like i don't care about anything i got kicked out of band you know all kind of crazy stuff. You got
2: kicked out of band. Who gets kicked out of band? I got.
1: Well, I got kicked out of stage band. I told that story. I had a I had a, a toilet plunger on stage in a concert, and my.
2: Oh, that was right. So fun.
1: And right, and my 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 band teacher didn't appreciate that. <laughs> you're like that.
2: you're like Dennis the Menace.
1: Well, no, <laughs> I, I told you the story. We used the toilet plungers as mutes. So yes, I know. I, somebody stole my mute, and I went to the hardware store and I bought a new mute. But you know, once again, it's a it toilet plunger. It was attached plunge. with the. It had wood. It had the the plunger, you know, the the thing you hold on, the stick you hold on to, you know, the plunger handle. And I just, I thought, oh, I'll just, I just leaves it like this. So I, you know, I went on stage that night, you know, because we had thing where I had to use our mutes, and I had it sitting there, and somebody in the audience, I think it was a mom of like one of the flute players, you know, because the flute players were all like girls, and they're all like. Yeah, that's a terrible. Because you know, like in the band, you know, the women all played clarinets and flutes, and the men, you know, and the dudes all played, you know, low brass, sousaphone, trombones, stuff like that. Uh, you know, I don't think we had any women trumpet players here. I think it was all guys. It was like it was. I don't know if that's the way it is nowadays in bands and things like that. But it was like it was like there were certain instruments that were reserved for. See. You couldn't do that anymore because of the fact that you you'd be like you'd be a non-binary trumpet player now, right? <laughs> you'd be an LGBTQIA uh, TTT, which is trombo trumpet, uh, trombone, uh, trumpet, and timpani. You know, <laughs> whatever it is. So, so one of the parents complained, and I think I knew exactly who it was.
2: You know, who? Well, <laughs> your your mom.
1: <laughs> there's a girl that oh, I here had. We go. No, no, no. I had this 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 strange relationship with because she never liked me and she was always very critical of me and she was one of those you know pretty perfect things and to this day to this day she's the same way because you can go on her Facebook page she's all over she leads this perfect life she had this perfect husband she's retired she worked for the state you know she she got her PhD you know she was she she was I don't know what in the world or she was something in like in like Animal husbandry, or something like that. I don't know, something weird. She was in 4 H, and she was like this perfect, and she was a horse person way back when, and she was this perfect girl. Well, (laughs) should I tell the story or not? (laughs) About what? Okay, so one night, me and my buddies were out driving around, and. (laughs) we're driving in
2: the, in the Bradmobile. yeah
1: my 62 pontiac station wagon okay uh-huh. and, and we come up over this hill and there's a bale of hay in the middle of the road and we almost hit it i'd swerved to avoid it and 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 you know i didn't didn't you know went off the road a little bit didn't hurt my car or anything like that i go what the hell's a bale of hay so we get out and we throw it in the back of my station wagon because i got a station wagon you know roll down the I had a power window roll down the window uh you know take this tailgate down throw the the bale of hay in we go like another half mile down the road, another bale of hay. Go, you know, hey, and, hey, hey. and apparently this had fallen off a farm truck. So we ended up with like four or five <laughs> bales of hay. So we had four or five bales of hay in the back of my station wagon. I'm going like, what are we going to do with it? And I go, I know. We'll go to Ina's house because she's the farm girl. You know, she's the equestrian. She, she's like, you know, she used to wear, sometimes she used to wear her equestrian, you know, her, her outfit to school. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, I do. the boots and, the, and, the, and the, the jacket, little short, you know, short length jacket and the whole bit. Boots so, with the fur. So <laughs> it like midnight, we went by Ina's house and we stacked up all the bales of hay on our front porch, you know, because she was the farm girl. Right. She
2: did. Did she ever find out?
1: Well, I think she knew it was us, because <laughs> and her mom said something to my mom. <laughs> what were you the Hazelwood Mafia? <laughs> no, but it was. So anyway, she's like Miss Perfect, and like to this day. She's she's posts constantly on Facebook. Constantly on Facebook. She's like on the Katy Trail. She doesn't live here anymore. I think she lives in Boonville or something like that. She's on the Katy Trail with her husband, and they're sitting down for a, a meal and it looks like they have some big house with like a land. And they're sitting down for this, so this meal they've got to show, picture all their food. And you know, and there's a picture of her and her husband at Lake of the Ozarks, and her and her husband, and, and you know, and she's always got captions. Oh, it was a wonderful day at Lake of the Ozarks. The water was perfect perfect you know just like my husband and i you know i mean <laughs> stuff like that so some so, sounds to me like somebody's a little jelly no i see you didn't go to school with anybody who was like better than anybody else you know what i mean Who was like ah, ah, i'm you're just riffraff you know i was like i was like i was considered to be like riffraff you know what i mean like i was like you know what i'm saying
2: did you act like riffraff well, no, I was just me. Were were you the one that wore the leather jacket, Brad? I did not.
1: I didn't. I wish you know. I I, I couldn't afford a leather jacket back then. My mom wouldn't buy me one because you know back in the day, leather jackets were super expensive. That was, they
2: really were. They I were. That. No. you remember
1: Wilson's. Yes, I mean all this stuff was super expensive. All, yes, you know,
2: but it was good quality. And
1: my mom just. Fell in love with nylon. Everything she bought me was nylon. You know, nylon uh-huh. coats. Just
2: because it doesn't wrinkle.
1: Right, right, right. And, and you, you. Matter of fact, you know, you know. Would she wash it for me? No, she'd put it out in a tree in the backyard and hit it with the hose. You know what I mean? She just, oh, it'll dry out. It'll be fine. You'll, you, you she you know, stuff like that. So Ina, I can't remember her name. Ina it used to be Ina Metzger. I can't remember her name right now. Here, hold on, I'll find her. Um,
2: what made you think of her?
1: The hay. Oh hey hey hey! Because we stuck, like I said, we stuck the stuff. See, what's interesting is she was a year younger than me. Um, let me see if I can find it real good. I just she's got an interesting name. If I just type in I N A, there I N A there she is. Ina Linville, there she is. Ina Linville, L I N V I L L E. She retired.
2: It's kind of cool that you're stalking her page.
1: She retired. No, Creepy. no, no. Here's here's the deal. I've told this story before. My class has disappeared into the ether, okay? I have I never get anything from my, I think we my class had like a 20-year reunion. and That was it. Hasn't had a reunion since. The class behind me, remember I told the story by my friend Gary Light, who was the class behind me, invited yes, me to their, their, yes. their 40th year reunion, and he lives in Kansas City. And he kept bugging me. Hey, I go, I'm not in your class. No, hey, everybody remembers you. You know, come on, how can they forget you? No, I'm not going. He bugged the daylights out of me for like a month. Finally said, oh, okay, I'm going. So I go that night, and he's not there. You know, I'm going like, okay. You got stood up by your prom date? Well, 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 I'm, I'm like texting him, Gary, where are you? Oh, something came up and I couldn't I couldn't come. Uh, sorry, but I won't be there tonight. So I go through the entire room. I don't know, there were probably a couple hundred people there. I knew nobody. Remember, I went to Hazelwood High School. My class was 1,500 kids in my class. It was a three-year school at the time. There was like, what, 5,600 kids in the class nobody cared about the school it was the vietnam end of the vietnam era nobody cared about what happened at the school i told you the story my senior year we had the fall mixer like the the two days before the fall mixer the announcements in the morning i will we're sorry to tell you this but the fall mixer has been canceled you know you if you bought tickets you can get refunds at the student console desk at lunchtime so a friend of mine who was on student console i said hey what happened to the fall mixer oh we only sold eight tickets okay fifty six hundred kids in a school they sold eight tickets you know what does that tell you about school spirit you know i mean we i was in marching band you know marching band we had like 72 people in our marching band we go to these band festivals and we compete against schools had like 400 people maybe that's exaggerated, but some of them had two some one of them had like 300 marching pieces you know in the in the school and stuff like that we go like hey you know how big's your school well there's 600 kids in our school no in the entire school, there's 600 kids. You got 300 kids in the band? Oh, yeah, it's a big deal in our town. I go, not in our school. Nobody cares. You know, nobody gives a poop, you know? That was my high school. So I was trapped for another year. See, nowadays, see, I, you know what? Which you really shouldn't have been. I sh- you know what? Because you, sh- you were done. I should have just dropped out. I should have just, uh, oh, no, seriously. Brad, stop. I'm telling you, I should have no. just, I should have just dropped out and taken the GED and go to go to college. I should have just dropped that, out and gone to college, or I should have just dropped out and become like you know, you know, like a farmer or something like that, where I can make some money, not in the radio farmer business. Farmer Brad. Or, 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 you know, or like old my old Nick Braden had. A I I told you the story about about I you know I'm not bragging when I tell this story, but I won the St. Louis Science Fair. Me and another guy, we tied. It was the first time they ever tied, and I got and I got offered a four year. Full tuition scholarship to study electrical electrical engineering at Washington University. I got it offered to me by the Dean of Engineering. I don't know who he was. There was a day when during the judging, because the you know the judges came around and you had to be at your at your project, which was at the field house there at Wash U, and this guy came by and peppered me with questions. And I had no idea who he was. He's asking me all these, I mean, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's asking me technical questions, you know, you know how, how did you figure out what size capacitors to use and all that kind of stuff, blah, 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 blah. And I had no idea who so he was. So what wanted. did you build? If I told you, you wouldn't believe it. Just, well,
2: well why don't you try me?
1: Slow scan television. What? Slow scan television. At the okay. t- at the time it was an emer now it's like it's so funny. Now it's like it's like rock and stone. It's Stone Age kind of stuff. But at the time, this was like the very precursor. If I if I explain when it you to you, fill,
2: fill the fill t- the TVs with plasma?
1: No, 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 no. No. This in their w- special
2: port. No. Then when no, they no, kind of no, dim no, down, no. you have to put more plasma <laughs> no, in.
1: No, not, not a, this was this was a deal where where and this is this is sort of a weird story, but back in the day if you were going to transmit television it, in, unless you transmitted it like through a tr- TV transmitter if you transmitted it like any other way you had to buy special phone lines and all sorts of special equipment well slow scan what it did was it allowed you to take things and run television over like a phone line it was like very res- low resolution and what was interesting was, It had, and and a few years after that, it had a practical uh, application because of the fact that banks started using it for, and you're going to laugh when I tell you this, signature verification. Like, let's say you you went to a bank that had 20 branches, and you signed up at branch number three, and that was where your signature card was, and when you went to branch number eight, and you were trying to take out money, and they had to verify your signature. You know, there was no way nowadays. You know, you, you know, it's all online. You know, but even even 20, 30 years ago, they would, you know, they would throw a they would throw the signature card in a fax machine. They faxed it over to the other branch. Oh yeah, that's your signature. Well, back in the day, they had these systems where you could take like a document and put it. You know, this has happened after I did. This is I was sort of like on the cutting edge of this. You could take a document and put it under this camera, and it would scan. In a slow scan TV picture of this, that they had a modem. You know, like remember the modems used to fit in cradles. You know those. You have you you take the little had the handset and you'd literally put it in a cradle. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, okay. I do. Okay, you had one You've of those. Tail. Well, you had one of those things, and on each end. In other words, the bank, bank branch. 8 would call a branch 3. "Hey, can you send me a signature card verification on 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 uh, on Shelly Barr? Yes. So they'd take they pull your signature card out and they would put it underneath this camera and they'd grab the phone, they would dial the number, the other person on the other end would answer. They'd stick it on there and there would have a display and it would show your picture. It would show the the, you know, the picture and it was slow scan television. That's what it did. And this guy quizzed me down about it and I didn't know who he was until he came up to me on the open house day. And he says to me, he says, you don't know who I was when I stopped by the other day. I'm the dean of engineering here at Washington University, and your project was very impressive, and I'm offering you a four-year full, full tuition scholarship to study electrical engineering at Washington University. I said, no, I'm going to SIUE. I want to get in radio. And he looked at me. He says, are you sure about I that? I want to
2: be a DJ. <laughs> yeah, wiki, 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 wiki. Yeah,
1: right. Well, back then, there was no wiki, wiki, wiki. So anyway, that's my stupid story. So, <laughs> so the guy who I tied with was like some brainiac from Horton Watkins High School from Ladue, you know, Ladue High yeah, who, yeah. who became a doctor. Matter of fact, and another guy that that was in in the science fair with me who went to my school, there were two other people that were in the science fair, both became doctors. Okay, so in other words, I tied with the guy who became an MD, two of my other students from my school, you know, called went an MD. And I became a DJ, okay? So who worked out? Different,
2: little difference <laughs> yeah. in uh, alphabet there, babe. Right.
1: Who, who got the right choice in life and who got the wrong choice in life? Me, I'm the wrong choice. <laughs> I don't know if it's, I necessarily go that <laughs> Oh, far. trust me, I do. I think about it every day. I could, you know, like my son's an electrical engineer. I mean, like he's working, he's, he's, he's on a third job. I mean, he gets, he tells me there's not one day in his life that he doesn't get recruited by somebody literally every day of his life somebody is texting him or you know sending something to him on facebook or on linkedin hey hey would you like to come work for our company you know i mean he's on his third job he started work at at, at amazon or not amazon he was started work at his second job garmin. was amazon garmin in kansas city he was working on he was working on avionics stuff, you know. Garmin's like huge in avionics, and then he went to Amazon. He's working on robots in in warehouses, and now he's working on some. He's working for some internet, uh, some like internet company, doing all this crazy stuff with super high speed internet. That's like supposedly faster than fiber. I'm going like, what?
2: oh, he's a hacker.
1: No, I don't know what he's doing. You know, and he won't talk to me anymore. You know. Because, you know, why he I won't talk to...
2: talk to you anymore. Yeah,
1: because, you know, why he says, Dad, you told me that story about you could have been an electrical engineer. Instead, you're DJ. You really screwed up in your life, Dad. Dad, I don't know if I want to call you my dad anymore or not. So he said to me.
2: Oh, he did not. <laughs> stop it.
1: It's oh, six... my it's... goodness. It's 635. We got to move it on. It
2: absolutely is.
1: Is that Friday music or what, huh? Tommy James from the Shondell's Money. Moni." Moni yep and, and shelly was singing along you know off air but she wasn't using the right lyrics where, why I? <laughs> yes i was <laughs> yeah the right lyrics for for parties and wedding receptions and stuff like that right <laughs> yes Where? where it pops okay where do things like that start you know what i mean how do things like that start you know what i'm saying like you know because I don't know. because That's you, interesting. That's you can a good question you can play that Song like at a wedding reception or something like that, and everybody knows, shall we say, the alternate uni- you yeah, alternate lyrics, right? Everybody, yep. everybody knows everybody that. Does it's like okay, how did you know? Is there like was there like a Facebook post or something like that? Once upon a time, no. This
2: was way before Facebook. <laughs> I
1: guess I don't know. You know, it's interesting if you you know like there's this thing. And we learned about it with Dr. Fauci, you know, who was, I still hold in the highest regard because of the fact that that man is just a font of knowledge. Um, You know, and if you don't believe him, you don't believe here's something wrong with you. Anyway, um, there's always, you know, when they're doing like this tracing for like viruses and things like that, they always try to find patient zero. You ever heard this story before? They try to track it back to one person. So in other yeah, words, yeah, patient zero. Yeah. How did this? You know, how did this thing start? And that's sort of the controversy with the coronavirus. Is that, you know, and even it was the, the monkey. Well, now he even came out. I, he's like, he's like, he's like a politician now. He's now saying, you know, somebody asked me, well, do you still, do you still believe that that it wasn't in a lab? Well, it could have been in a lab. You know, oh, okay. Well, you said it was not in a lab. Well, it could have been in a lab. You know, okay change your story much you know i mean like you know remember when he first came out i've got the quotes remember i play him every once while you get mad at me every time he came out and said this was in january of 2020 he came out and said there's no need for a mask you shouldn't be wearing a mask remember but that's
2: that's before we knew what it was that it was actually yeah
1: but if 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 he's so smart you know it's it's like it's like
2: if something came at you on a global, literally a global scale. Yeah. I mean, what would you, what, what would you have done in his situation?
1: Okay, there's two things that he screwed up on. Okay, if you oh,
2: okay, so we're gonna armchair quarterback this. No, man. no, 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 no.
1: This, this goes for anything. Okay. For example, like we just had it through the, the deal with the inflation. Remember when, when prices shot up in all the government? Oh, it's transitory, which means it's just here for a short period of time. Wrong. You know, if you're not sure, don't go out on a limb. You know what I mean? If You know, because it would be like me saying, today— Kim Kardashian's going to call me up, and she's going to send her private jet, and she's going to fly me off to her place in 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 Los Angeles, and her and I are going to are going to kiss on Sunset Boulevard, and photographer is going to take pictures of that. Okay, if that doesn't happen, I'm the stupidest guy in the world, right? I mean, people go, "Would you?" Well, hear you what he can said? always
2: make it happen. You
1: just <laughs> make sure that you've got
2: the people in place.
1: Oh, well, but it's not going to happen.
2: have been made. It's people not. People are in place. It's not going to happen. You're going to get that kiss on Sunset Boulevard. It's not going to happen. It's not gonna happen. Of of course it is.
1: Oh, it's not gonna happen. you're just being you're just playing. You're just being devil's advocate right now.
2: Um, I'm devil nothing. I'm nothing but pure joy. Oh no,
1: you're being Kanye West advocate. Oh my <laughs> god. Is he stepping in it or what? This guy I don't
2: know. I don't know what's going on with him, but yesterday I still he, think that
1: Yesterday he said they he, just need to Well, yesterday he said Hitler was a good guy.
2: <laughs> who? Hitler. He said that? <laughs>
1: he's just going off the deep end
2: what an idiot i mean
1: it's like it's like okay if you haven't essentially you know, alienated every jewish person in the world now you've really done it you know i mean like come on you know i mean like his whole point was and i get what he's trying to say he's trying to say that even hitler he didn't he 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 sent was saying that everyone has redeeming qualities which to a certain extent is true But when you have Uh, There are some
2: people that do not though.
1: Oh, I think there are some people. I I think even I mean, you're telling me that somebody like like a terrible person, like you like these mass murderers and something like that, they never helped a little old lady cross the street or they never saw a guy sitting on the street corner and they flipped you know, a guy, you know, begging for money and they flipped him a twenty. You know, you don't think that ever happened? You think they, they, for the day they came out of the womb, out of the, you know, out of the birth canal, that they were like evil, and when they were born, they bit the nurse and they spit on the doctor. No, you know, you know, it's sometimes people make weird changes in their life. I mean, there's this bizarre story. I can't. I, I was reading. You know, we'll pick it up next break about this, this, this attorney who got dumped by his girlfriend, and he shows up at the bar and he's going to shoot her. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, oh, I read this story. It's so bizarre. I mean, it's it's like it's like what? And there's video of it because there's there's security camera in the bar. I mean, it's just bizarre, weird stuff. You know, I mean, it's like because you know, once again, this attorney probably when he was ten year old kid, he was a nice kid. You know, probably you know helped his parents around the house. You know, didn't you know did his homework and stuff like that. You know, thirty years later, he's an attorney and he's a scumbucket. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Is he
2: a scumbucket because he's an attorney? Or is he an attorney because he's a (laughs) scumbucket?
1: I said it. (laughs) Uh, You said it. I didn't. (laughs) It's 647. It is BS.show. A song from a simpler time. When men were men. (laughs) That is so true. And women were women. And boys were boys. And girls were girls. And cars didn't have catalytic converters. (laughs) And there were no computers in their cars. And if you if it if it broke, you took it down to your corner gas station. The guy, you know, put a couple pieces of masking tape and, you know, a couple ro- rounds of 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 of, of uh, duct tape, and off you went. And things were great.
2: And it stayed like that till the <laughs> end of the car.
1: Right. Okay. Here's the story I'm talking about. God, security camera video is just so unbelievable. This is a guy. His name is uh, uh his name is Gavin Rush. He's an Austin, Texas attorney.
2: That's actually a very nice name for an attorney.
1: I did. That's a that's a cool that's that's the ra- radio name. Hey, it's Gavin Rush right here playing the hot and it heavy songs right, for you. It is. Right. Hey, Gavin Rush. I'm the guy that takes you to and from work. I'm your rush hour dude. I'm Gavin Rush. Oh my that's, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> he breaks up or this girlfriend breaks up with him and she's she works as a bar, as a bartender, okay? So the security camera video is of the bar and you see her behind the bar and there's two dudes sitting at the bar and in comes her ex-boyfriend with like a little leather, like little leather carry pouch, like look like almost like thing like you'd carry like, you know, like pieces of paper and you know I mean that about that size. Uh So the two dudes at the bar see him come in and apparently they know who he is. And so you can see there, they get a little bit, shall we say? Tense. Well, you can see that they are ready for action. Oh, God! So it. the guy comes into this, Gavin Rush guy comes into the bar, and he puts this leather briefcase, a little small little leather case on the bar, and has some not-so-nice words. I can't, I can't hear the audio, but not-so-nice words with his ex-girlfriend, who's the bartender. Next thing you know, he puts his hand in the leather case, and out comes a revolver, and he takes a couple shots at her, and he misses Matter of fact, he so got. So he did shoot
2: at
0: her.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, they said that that you can't see it in the picture, but they said that one of the bullets barely missed her and hit a big mirror behind her in the bar. So these two dudes get off of their bar stools and just they bum rush the guy across the bar. I mean, like, Good. He, like, and, and and they beat the snot out of him. Good. But but at one point in time, you can't hear what's going on. One point in time, they claim he's got the gun still in his hands. They can't get the gun away from him. He's got the gun under his chin. He's trying to kill himself. He's trying to shoot himself in the head, and they you know beat the snot out of him. And and police came and got arrested. Okay, so he gets out. You know, once again nobody goes to jail anymore. You know, oh, you just murdered somebody, hey, we'll take you down and mugshot you. Hey, okay. Well, we'll see you in court in two weeks. Hey, don't kill anybody else. Right? That's the way it is nowadays, especially like in the city of St. Louis. So the story is that his he's he's on probation. He's got the ankle monitor. And they yeah. have they I don't know if you know this or not with the ankle monitors. How do I know this? Well, I never had one, but I've had people I know that have had, in fact, my next-door neighbor used to have one, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) Anyway, they've got things programmed into the ankle monitor. If there's a lack of motion, it sets off an alarm. So there was lack of motion on his, and he's supposed to stay at home, and two things happen. First off, there's lack of motion, and guess what? He's not at home. So they call the police department and, you know, do a welfare check on and sure enough, they show his house. He's not there. So they GPS his location, and he's on some country road, and the police are driving around, but there's no motion, and they come up to where it's at, and they're going like, well, there's nobody here. Well, one of the cops looks down. Oh, they see, like, a boot up in the air. The guy walked apparently walked away from his house, a couple miles away from his house, and killed himself. Shot himself with, I guess, another gun, you know, which okay, he shouldn't we have had. Okay, get
2: it, Brad. What's so, going on?
1: But the bizarre part of this is that, once again, these two dudes should be, like, given, like, the award of merit or whatever it is because, literally, they saved this gal's life. I mean, and when you watch the video, there, they're, you can see they're eyeing the guy. You know, they're sitting at the bar looking at this guy. they are got, like, the, you know, the the, the transfixed stare on this dude. And the yeah. minute he puts his hand into this little, little case, the one guy starts making a move. It's pretty interesting to watch. And when the gun comes out, these guys are all over him. And he got off... Two shots at her, I think one shot, barely missed her, went and hit her mirror behind her. One of them went to the ceiling. And then they're pushing him backwards, you know, through the bar to get him away from the bar. Another shot goes off. You know, those guys could have been killed. You know what I mean? You know,
2: they, they'd say that that was premeditated. What? But if that was premeditated, he would have already known how to do a good shot.
1: No, you're saying it wasn't premeditated that came into the bar to try to shoot his girlfriend?
2: Yeah, but he, would, he wasn't prepared to do that.
1: He was, because... He couldn't shoot. Well, he couldn't shoot because the dudes were like, you know, manhandling him. Can you say that word anymore? Is it person-handled now? (laughs) (laughs) You can't say manhandled. I got manhandled. No, you got (laughs) person-handled. There's this... Have you ever watched this? I don't do... You know what's so funny? I tell you, I feel sorry for... Or Elon Musk. Okay. I'm not a power Twitter user, but I use Twitter. Okay. I'm on it like once a day, you know, something like that. Okay. And we post stuff with the radio stations and stuff like that. When we get off the air, when we, you know, I do the show, I post it on Twitter, stuff like that. Okay. So there's this, there's this Twitter uh, uh, person. It's a lady called Libs of TikTok. And what she does is she just takes TikTok videos, some of them that are bizarre. And she puts them on her channel. Now, once again, think about this for a minute. These are videos that are on TikTok. So in other words, they're there for everybody in the world to see. But what she does is she singles them out as being bizarre, weird, strange, mostly liberal people, okay? And the one she's got on there today is, is like, it's so weird. It's this woman who's doing like a 60 second TikTok video where she's talking to the camera. And she's telling people how she's trained her family to use pronouns because she has one of these dog clickers. You know what I'm talking about? You know what a dog clicker is? I do. That if your dog something does something bad, you click the thing and then they get, you know, then they get the note that if you click it that does something bad. You know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, but they actually say that you click it when they do something good.
1: Well, she does it and what she does, she's telling the story about how she's got this dog clicker. And if any of her any of her family calls her she she clicks it, and then they revert. Oh, we meant they. And she talks about the fact that they've got her. She's got her family so well trained that if they say something, when she starts, she says she says, and I've got my dog clicker on my carabiner on my belt loop. And when I start to reach for my dog clicker, my parents know they've done something wrong. I don't even have to click it anymore. I'm going like okay, whatever. I mean, can you imagine that? You know, if that were my kid. I go. How do we get into that? <laughs> what do you mean how? How can you and I get into having a dog clicker like that?
2: No. How do we get into this conversation?
1: How do we get in anything? How it's,
2: do we segue into this conversation?
1: It's dream of consciousness from Brad. You know what I'm saying? This is this is my. <laughs> Ooh, that's scary. This is my two hour therapy session every morning. Okay, we have to take a break. It's six fifty nine. Oh, oh goodness. BS. show. I'm Shelly, she's Brad. Shelly, I'm playing that music for everybody who's heading for for Stovall's tonight. You know, they can do, Aww. They can do that two-step around the dance floor out there in Wildwood. I a,
2: still have to go there. And all the, I've never been there.
1: And all the yuppies in their BMWs drive by and go, oh, look at those uncouth people at that at that bar. How That's do, probably
2: not true. How do we, they probably <laughs> how do we love al- that place.
1: How do we allow that in Wildwood? Hey, you know, right? Same. God, what a great sound it is. Hey, Jason. Jason Shagan, hey, the- did,
3: you, did, did you like that song? I did. I was over here singing along. I haven't heard that song in years. You're going old school country on the Oh, West my West.
1: God. Well, it's Friday. We play a little bit of everything. This is Deputy Chief and Public Information Officer. Let me try to get it right. Jason Shagan, Did I do okay? Hey, you got it right this time. Let's wow, job. amazing, amazing. Uh, are, are you a country guy? Do you like country music?
3: I like a little bit of everything with the exception of rap. I can do pretty much anything. Do you mean if somebody I, came? I grew up on old school country, though. My, my my parents used to listen to it all the time. We Do you, you remember back in the day we had those, uh, um, like the intercom system in the house? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had one of those in the house, and we had that playing in every room. Wow, I mean, was it yeah. was it like on the radio, or were they like playing
1: albums and stuff like that? Like vinyl? No, I was on
3: the radio. Wow. Yeah, you can could, you, could, you could tune in the FM dial, and we'd listen to old school country all God, the time.
1: You know what's interesting? You mentioned it because that really is something, and that was like the big thing in houses in the '60s and '70s. You have the intercom system. Remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, Jason is here to talk about one more time the event tomorrow, Toys for Tats in probably seven o'clock, three. So in twenty-seven hours from right now. The permanent vacations tattoos doors will open. Correct.
3: Correct. They open up at uh, 10 a.m. We'll go until 7 p.m. I would say get there early. So if you're uh, if you're wanting to get a tattoo and make a donation, I would be there uh, early in the morning. But we'll feed you. We got we got the the breakfast burritos in the morning and uh, barbecue ribs and pulled pulled pork sandwiches and hamburgers to to take care of the people waiting in line. Now, once again, the rules,
1: you bring a toy, you have to have a receipt because we're not going to let people, you know, give a matchbox toy and get a free tattoo. It has to be at least $50. You have to have the receipt, correct?
3: Correct. $50 uh, toy or gift card donation. We we uh, pivoted to gift cards this year because we found that um, a lot of kids that are, that are still in foster care are teenagers. And, you know, typically when we do toy drives, we get toys for, you know, babies up through, you know, elementary school. And of course, you know, teenagers aren't really into, that kind of, that kind of toy. So, um, gift cards are, are, um, very appreciated for, for those older kids and you can split it up and do a, you know, $25 toy and a $25 gift card if you wanted. And it all stays in St. Charles County. All of it stays in St. Charles County, foster kids through the foster adoptive support team which is um, just an amazing organization that supports over 300 foster and, and, and adopted kids in st charles county
1: and the food that you guys cook up is that free or is that donation kind of stuff or how no, does that work
3: yeah yeah that's all free as well i mean we'll take donations as well and the, you know any any proceeds would go towards the uh, towards uh, the 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 charity the the fast the foster adoptive kids but uh, the food that we're providing is free of charge as a thank you for your donation now, you said that there're tattoo artists coming from all over the Midwest that do this? There are. Yeah, there uh, last year I'm I'm not sure exactly how far they're coming from this year, but I will say we're touting it as the uh, some of the best tattoo artists in the universe.
1: Wow. And, and 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 but you can't get a universe tattooed on you because of the fact that that would
3: take too long and cost too much money, right? Well, you could if that's one of the ones that you have to pick from. That's the thing. I don't know what? Uh, I, not even I know what the tattoos are going to be. But that's the uh, that's the element of surprise. You don't really know what's going to be available to you, but they are nice tattoos. They're, you know, they're they're palm sized tattoos that um, that are really nice for for a fifty dollar donation.
1: Wow. Okay. So uh, no pre registration. Just show up. And
3: you said last year you had people lined up around the building. Yeah, we probably had a line that went. Well, it was all the way completely around the building, about a half a block long. So it was, but we're moving people in and out relatively, you know, you know, you know pretty quick. I don't think anybody waited a long, waited in line, you know, very, very long at all. We, we were, uh, we were moving people in and out because we'll have, I think, twelve to fifteen tattoo artists going in there. We bring in extra tables and plenty of room, and it's, it's, um, it's moving pretty quick. And this is at permanent, uh, permanentification tattoos right there in West Clay, correct? Yeah, permanent vacation tattoo. It's 3130 West Clay. It's on uh, West Clay, just west of Zumbo Road in the St. Andrews Plaza. Yeah, and right where I, I. Is that theater still open, do you know, or is, there, or is that closed it, now? Yeah, no, it's still open. It is. Well, I saw her, but yeah, I, I believe it still is, yeah. Okay,
1: so if you know where the old St. Andrews Cinema is, it's that shopping center right in front of it, right there, just yeah. Just, yeah.
3: just down the street from Culpepper's, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, exactly, just west of that. So we'll have, and you can follow the smell of the smoke. We'll have the barbecue, the, the big, the big big barbecue uh, grill out there, a couple fire trucks passing through, and and uh, just follow the smell of the smoke. You can't miss it. That is the man with the plan. That's Jason Minershagan, the uh, deputy chief and
1: PIO for the Central County Fire and Rescue. Uh, are you a district, or, are you, or, or how does that work? Yeah, it's a district. District. Okay, Jason, talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate you guys. Um, bye-bye. He's a good guy, isn't he? Shall he fall He's... asleep on me?
2: <laughs> uh, no, no. Um...
1: I sent you, by the way. I sent you the oh. video of that that guy trying to shoot his girlfriend at the bar. Did you watch that?
2: I no, I I couldn't because oh I was afraid it was gonna it was going to uh, going make to a noise.
1: Make a noise. Oh well, well, it's there's no audio on it so. So you, oh, there's not? There's no audio, no. There's just security camera and video. It's bizarre.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah, would have watched
1: watch Yeah, watch it. I mean, and once again, these two guys, if you know the story we talked about this last hour, this guy breaks up. He's an attorney, okay? He should know better. Breaks up with his girlfriend, and she broke up with him. He's mad. Shows up at the bar she works at. Sits down at the bar. Bar's empty. There's two guys sitting at the, you know, bar stools. He sits next to him. Has a little, little leather carrying case, like little, you know, like almost like a small, like little, I don't know what you call it. It's um. A ma- it's a mur. A, a merce. It's a man. Yes. A man bag or whatever it is. It's so a man purse. It's a ex- merce. It, you can tell he exchanges some some heated words with his ex-girlfriend. He reaches into the little man purse, pulls out a gun, takes a shot at her, misses her, hits the mirror behind her. The two dudes just swallow him up. I mean, they like move him across the floor into the back of the bar, and they're just wailing on him. Anyway. How do we get talking about that? Okay, you ask me my stream of consciousness. Okay. We talked. Okay, the reason I brought this up was I said something about Elon Musk, okay? Here's what's interesting to me. I'm not a power user for Twitter, but you know what? I do want it. And I go on all these websites and like, you know, the 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 president's press secretary, what's her name? Karine jean St. Pierre, whatever her name is. She said the other day, "We're keeping a close eye on Elon Musk and Twitter." I mean, people are going like, it's terrible since Twitter's, you know, it's Twitter's just gone to hell in a handbasket. There's all sorts of terrible things, and it doesn't I don't think
2: that's the case.
1: I don't either. I look at it, and I'm going like, <laughs> okay, I don't see anything different on Twitter than I did three months ago. You know, there's people on there. Somebody will say something, and people will argue back and forth, and blah 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 blah. That's Twitter, you know. And you see all the weird, you know, publicity shots from the stars and the people. Oh, I'm I'm going to be on tour, and blah 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 blah. That kind of stuff, and. What's interesting was, do you know who just got banned on Twitter? By who? by the new man in charge, the new H F M I C. Did I get yeah. that right? <laughs> the, the, Elon know Musk. What that means. He banned Kanye West.
2: Why? Why they? Why is everybody picking up that man?
1: <laughs> because of the crazy stuff he said about Hitler and stuff like that.
2: The that guy, was you so know, stupid. I don't I,
1: know what he was thinking. I say Kanye is a genius. Okay. And then he's on. How so? Well, he's one of these guys. He's like, he thinks way above you. You know what I mean? Have you ever known anybody who's like a genius? And, you know, they if you talk yes, to him. I do. You sit there and they think, like, I know a guy, Dan Duffy. You don't know who Dan Duffy is. He used to be in the radio business. Dan is like a Mensa guy. He's got like 158 or something like that. He's like way up there. The highest is 160. And, I
2: bet you could be Mensa. Oh, You're no. pretty smart. No,
1: I'm still working on triple digits and in, in my IQ. What are you talking about? Anyway, um. The, the the deal was that uh, he's on with Alex Jones, okay? And I'm thinking to myself, first off, Alex Jones still has a show after him getting nailed in all these court cases where he owns, I think he owes like a $1.5 billion to the parents at Sandy Hook, you know, because all the things he said, he said it was a fake, you know, that none of the kids were actually shot and it was like done in a movie set and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, he had Kanye West on and. <laughs> Okay, are you ready for this? <laughs> Kanye West starts talking about the new, who was like recycled premier of of Israel, okay? Uh-huh. And he starts waving around a net and a bottle of Yahoo. Okay, this is on TV. I'm not ki- I'm not making this up. Okay. Uh-huh. This is how the guy's a genius. And Alex Jones says, Why are you waving a net? And you know what Yahoo is? That's that like that like Yeah,
2: it's like the chocolate drink. Right,
1: right, right, right. He's waving a net, you know, like a some kind of a net, he's got like a fishing net or something like that and a bottle yes. of Yahoo. And he said that's because of this guy, I respect him so much, Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> 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 that, that was pretty cute. See, that's why I'm saying the guy's a genius, but he's one of these guys that just sure. doesn't know when to stop. I mean, you know, and the interesting thing about it is now supposedly, because he was married to Kim Kardashian, now supposedly the Kardashians are like doing everything, everything they can to distance themselves from him. Now keep in mind, he's they got kids together, you know? I mean, how's that going to work out? You know, is, is Kim going to let the kids spend the weekend with – Crazy ex-husband Kanye, you know what I mean? Anyway, I don't know Benjamin Netanyahu.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so funny! I mean, that really is just so funny. Well,
1: it's it's, it's so like I mean, and when I I I heard about it, I thought to myself, this can't be for real. Sure enough, it is. Here, let me see if I can find the story on it. Um,
2: I would have I I would have liked to have come up with something like that, but I'm not that creative. <laughs>
1: Net and hold on, let me see if I find Net and Yahoo. H-A-H-O-O. Okay, here it is.
2: You know what we should do? We should have one day that we actually are on the air in the same room.
1: I don't think I want to do that. What? I don't want to do that. Why? I don't want to do that. Wh- why? I just don't want to do that. It, it would ruin it, ruin the whole chemistry. Because as is right now, when I say something stupid, you can't reach over and hit me because you're not. <laughs> that's true. You're not here, so I'm. Quite
2: well taken. Fair I, enough.
1: I would save all those bruises <laughs> on my arm. You know, I don't want to get beat up by you all the time. You, she, you, you reach across the table and you're stupid,
2: <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> so that's why. That's that,
2: pretty much what would happen. Yes, never going to happen.
1: Never going to happen. Okay, let me see. I got stuff to talk about this morning. I gotta look at my list here. Hold on a minute. Where am I at? Where am I at? See so you didn' uh, Oh oh, you're here's, so funny. here's a bizarre story. okay what this is from a suburb uh, in Minneapolis, okay? Uh, the guy's name is Burnsville, Minnesota. The guy's name is Derek Gachi, J O G O T C H I E. okay? him and his wife pulled up to their house. And they're four kids. They got four kids, two of them in car seats, two of them just, you know, a little older, sitting in the car. There's an SUV, and they are, apparently, they just got done shopping or something like that. And they're taking some things out of their SUV. So the mom and dad are taking, like, turns. You know, he takes something out, walk it through, uh, up the, the sidewalk to the front door, and then she'd come out and stuff like that. All of a sudden, another SUV comes to a screech, screeching halt right behind him. Guy jumps out, and carjacks their car with the four kids inside okay off the car goes so what's the husband do he jumps in the suv that the guy left and chases down his own car and smashes into it and gets his kids back is that guy father of the year or what he is <laughs> the only problem is he, he wrecked his own car didn't hurt the kids and the guy I don't gets think
2: that that really mattered to him
1: guy gets out and runs away I mean, you know, I told you a story of Annie Fry on another station, 97.1, yep, telling sure a story did. about how she that works downtown. That
2: kind resonated with me, really.
1: Well, I mean, w- w- I told the other morning about, it. she said this on the air, when she was seven and a half months pregnant, she was getting gas at a gas station. I don't know exactly where it's at, on a showdown down there in South Broadway in Shoto. Yeah. She's getting ready to get back in her car. Two guys jump in. Uh, actually, they, they she didn't have her keys in her car. She had her keys. They grab her keys out of her hand, jump in her car. Boom. She's gone. I mean, their car's gone, and she's seven months, seven and a half months pregnant at a gas station in South City, no car. And then a couple months later, she's coming across the stand span, and some guy is not happy with she's driving too slow, and he couldn't pass her, so he's honking his horn. So they end up at the stoplight together, uh, off the end of the uh, the uh, stand span, and he she hears a horn honk, looks over, guys leaning out the passenger window of his truck with a gun pointed right at her head. Okay, that's life in St. Louis City. <laughs> It just, i don't
2: know what i would do in that situation just, i think my first my first um inclination would be to just step on the gas and go
1: i'll tell you a story that i've I don't, never told before once upon okay. a time i got shot at actually i got shot at twice once upon a time it's a weird story it happened in arnold or actually in kimswick missouri won't go into all the details but i had a guy i was doing business with who did me wrong and I wasn't happy with it. And essentially he was renting some equipment from me and I went and took the equipment back because he kept telling me, I'm going to pay him I'm going to pay and never paid me, paid me. So I went and retrieved my equipment. So he tracks me down and he pulls up next to me in his pickup truck. And he says to me, I am going to kill your wife and your kids. Cause I know where you live. True story. I'm not kidding. And I turned around and he, he started trash talking me before. I mean, he's like, yeah, I can't believe you did that. I was going to pay you eventually. I'm just a little bit short on cash. I go, come on. And the crazy thing about it was I I had equipment that I was renting this guy that I had to go to Chicago to get. So I drove to Chicago, with a, rented a truck, brought it back. It was my, when I was in my lighting business phase, okay? And brought it back. <clears throat> and he wouldn't pay me. wouldn't pay. This went on for like... Three weeks, I uh, meet me and he'd stand me up. He says, Meet me at Ponderosa, I'll buy you lunch and I'll pay your money. Never showed up. Ponderosa. So, this night he tracks me down. He comes up, drives up behind me. I heard this car. I'm walking along and I heard this car, you know, like, you know, it was on a gravel road. Don't ask me what I was doing on a gravel road. And I hear him come up behind me. I turn around. There he is. Okay. And he rolls down his window and he starts trash. I can't believe you took the stuff. Blah, 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 blah. So, then he tells me the story. He knows where I live and he's going to kill my wife and kids and i said to him i you know i just i just lost it i said and i turned around and i said i said don't even say things like that and he pulled a gun on me true story and i'm staring down the the barrel of this gun and i lunged at him and pushed the gun up in the air boom gun gun goes off and by then he had the car in reverse his truck in reverse it was fairly new truck and he was trying to get away So when he put it in reverse and I, you know, ran after him and he had, you know, and pushed the gun in the air and the gun went off, he went right into a telephone pole backwards, (laughs) smashed right into a telephone pole and it jarred him and the gun fell out of the door. It's on the ground. So I'm going like, I'm out of here. So I ran away and I guess he picked up his gun and left. Is that a bizarre story or what?
2: I'm telling you, man, you need to write a book. <laughs> you do.
1: Well, that's time number one. Time number two was, believe it or not, at a radio tower when somebody took a shot at us. But that's a whole other story. I won't tell that one. Okay. Because that guy's, we think we know who it was. But there's, you know, I won't go into that.
2: <sighs> I bet if I asked you to talk about it a little bit more,
1: you would. No, not that one. That one was weird. You know, I mean, and you know, it's, and what's so weird about it is, is that you don't know, they talk about, you know, what would you do if, and like I showed you that video, these two guys at the bar, you know, where the ex boyfriend, who's an attorney comes in and tries to kill his old girlfriend, who's the bartender, you know, you don't know what you do until it happens to you, you know, and some people just freeze. Other people it's you know it's you know they talk about the fight or flight thing, you know, I mean, yeah,
2: I'm a flighter.
1: yeah, well, most people are, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, a lot of times you know what they say, um what's that what's the thing about better part of valor is 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 running away, or something like that? I don't know, but it's one of those weird things where it's like you know sometimes it's just better like, eh, matter of fact, if you take concealed carry course, if you were taking concealed carry course
2: no i haven't and then i was going to and then they you know said you don't really need to conceal carry which i think that was a stupid idea
1: well i'm with you on that but you know
2: i mean really
1: when you take the course one of the things if you take a good course one of the things they will drill into your head the absolute positive absolute positive last resort is to pull your gun that is the absolute positive last resort and most of the time, if you, take, if you take any kind of good self-defense classes, they will teach you de-escalation. That's what, they, that's what they teach. A good class will teach you de-escalation. Try to, you know, hey, man, you know, hey, hey guys, you, know, you know, I mean, just try to talk it down. Hey, you know, come on. Things are fine. Don't worry about it. You know, you know hey, you know, everything's going to be fine. Don't, you know, hey, I'm sorry I cut you off. You know what? I was listening to the song on the radio and I really got into it. Hey, you know, I'm really sorry. The de-escalation thing, all the different ways to de-escalate the situation. You don't go, hey, I don't care what you say. I'm going to rearrange your face. That's not what you say. You try to be subservient. You try to be understanding. You try to essentially say, hey, my fault. You know, you know, you know no, no, no harm, no foul. I'm sorry. You know, hey, can I buy you a beer if you're in a bar or something like that? You know, hey, come on. Like, let's, you know, no sense in you and I getting in fisticuffs. Uh, there's no, or Shelley would say, there's no sense in you and I having a kerfuffle. Mm.
2: uh-huh just wait wait till i see today sir it's
1: uh, well, i'm not gonna see you for a month 726 <laughs> i'm i'm you know i'm de-escalating i'm laying low 726 <laughs> it's bs show i'm shelly she's brad Did you ever watch that movie hitch I did, yes. Best part of that movie is the end of it where they play that song and they dance. They're they do... dancing
2: down the wedding aisle.
1: Right. Is that, <laughs> you know what, I never saw that movie until it was out several years. That's one of my favorite movies. And, and you know, the sad thing but about it is. But nobody
2: told you how good it was?
1: Well, no, because I hadn't heard about it. I heard, you know, because one, I don't think it did very well at the box office. I think it was one of these, songs. Yeah. Sh- it was, you know, like sort of a sleeper kind of movie. And what's interesting about it is that we just got a memo like a couple months ago from the National Association of Broadcasters we're not supposed to promote any movie that has Will Smith in it because of the fact that they're still mad at him
2: that's not true
1: i made it up you're right it's not true <laughs> like you
2: can never i mean okay so get mad at him but you can never you know pivot on him
1: will smith and kanye west are going to do a movie together <laughs> Uh-huh. Would, would that be something by the way i sent you the picture was i kidding about net and yahoo no <laughs> and the that other was cute. the other bizarre part of it is he did the interview with a mask not like a mask on his like a surgical mask like we'd have like if we're you know going out back in the covid covid 19 days but like a whole face mask i'm like <laughs> i'm going like okay this is so weird kanye is going off the deep end anyway it's 7:33. i know a guy who is never off the deep end. Matter of fact, when it comes to, and I can tell when this guy came to town because we had 70 and 80 degree temps, now all of a sudden it's like in the 30s. Jack Frost, you are to blame, aren't you?
0: Hey, you're welcome. You know what they say. I've got chills, they're multiplying, and I'm losing control.
1: (laughs) It's the one and only Jack Frost from the Christmas traditions in downtown St. Charles and Main Street. How did week number one go? Weekend number one.
0: It went well. It was a little toasty at times. Mother Nature and I were having a weather smackdown, but, it, you know, it was wonderful, lots of people. And then I was I was visited with all of our fellow Christmas legends. It was the perfect kickoff to what's going to be a great season.
1: Now, you started last week on Saturday. No, you started on Friday, right? That's right, Black Friday. So, And the schedule now is Wednesdays and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Give us the exact times.
0: That's right. So Wednesdays are our special Christmas carol stroll. It's all about Ebenezer Scrooge and the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and yet to come. And that takes place from 6 to 8.30 p.m. And then the standard Christmas traditions festival programming is Fridays from 6 to 8.30 p.m., Saturdays from noon to 8.30, and Sundays from noon to 5,
1: all the way up until Christmas Eve. Oh, that's right. The way the the calendar is this year, you're, you're actually out there on the 24th, right?
0: That is correct. We have our big Santa send-off pep rally. It's it's a grand time.
1: Now, how many different characters this year?
0: We have 34 different legends of Christmas, Santas from around the world. We have eight different caroling groups. And uh, I don't know if you know this, Brad, but did you know that our carolers have won a Grammy for their singing? Really? Seriously? Well, they would show it to you, but their Grammy got run over by a reindeer. Oh,
1: my God. I got set up for that one. Boom. Do you know, can I tell you a little story about Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? Uh, Please do. I was almost fired from a radio job because of that. I played that song. I was the first DJ in St. Louis to play that song, and the boss called me up and said, if it wasn't for the fact it was a Christmas song, you wouldn't work here anymore.
0: Well, I mean, he has a point, Brad. I mean, it's very offensive to those of us who live in very highly trafficked reindeer areas. They're very dangerous. You know, they're they're the rodents of the sky, really. It's like, I don't know why Santa can't just take an Uber like everybody else (laughs) at the North Pole. An an Uber. -er 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 -er. An Uber. -er -er, Extra. -er.
1: (laughs) I knew that was coming. So that's a real problem up there like mice down here? Oh, absolutely. It's a big deal. Big deal. So so if you got hit by a reindeer, like do they have insurance?
0: Well they do. Blue Cross Blue Shield is <laughs> is their favorite, you know, because we're we've all got hypothermia up there. So we're all a little
1: shade of blue. You when you watch the the, the TV up there in wherever in North Pole, uh, there are attorneys on TV, if you've been hit by a reindeer, I can take you to I can win you millions of dollars. Do you have those kind of guys up there too? Well oh, absolutely. My my main lawyer is Gloria All Blue. You've probably heard of her. She um
0: she she represented Snow J Simpson, if you if you remember that case. <laughs>
1: Uh, there's no line I can throw you that you don't have a response to it, is there? <laughs> I mean, no matter what I say, you're going to come back with something that's about cold or blue or something like that, right? Do it's you... true. I'm a, I'm a never-ending supply of snow puns. <laughs> Do you stay up at night thinking about this? Sadly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard like, you know, down here, like in the southern climes, the lower latitudes, I heard Mm -hmm. that the phrase like if you have like, you know, interest in somebody, you say you're hot to trot for them. I heard that up there you call it cold to hold. Is that true?
0: <laughs> that that is very true, but you know it, it, it's sad. You know, I went on uh, a dating app for Christmas trees. It was uh, on the internet. It was called Timber, <laughs> and uh, I, I learned that that I couldn't find love because I can't get married, Brad, because I've got cold feet.
1: <laughs> Jack Frost. <laughs> Once again, uh, Christmas traditions on Main Street in St. Charles. Uh, Tonight, times again?
0: Absolutely. So tonight, it's going to be 6 to 8.30 p.m. And then tomorrow, noon to 8.30, Sunday, noon to 5.
1: And, you know, what the interesting thing is, I have been on Main Street several times looking for you. I've never found you on Main Street. I don't think you exist.
0: No, it means the restraining order is working. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Jack Frost, thank you so much.
2: Chilling to see you.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. Is that guy good or what?
2: He's very good. <laughs> I mean, he's got, he's got the quickest mind, I'm telling you. He, he really does. <laughs> and I really do wonder, you know, like you said, do you just keep yourself up at night thinking about this?
1: No matter what. And and here's the other thing. I will tell you right now, I had somebody, uh, someone claim that we scripted these calls. I call him, I literally call him a minute before we go on the air. I don't talk to him at all. I mean, literally, no, I don't. go, I say, hey, you ready to go? He goes, yep. Okay, fine. I put him on the air. It's all just, I mean, it's it's all him. I wish I could be that quick. He's so good at that. God, he's so good at that. He really is. Talking he's, a, about, he's a phenomenal. Talk about someone who lives the part. You know what I mean? It's yes. like, you know. I mean, like Spock, you know, he couldn't get the ears off of him. You know what I mean? Even after Star Wars was over, Star Trek was over, he'd still walk around with the ears. And he'd do the crazy thing with his fingers. Can you do that with the fingers?
2: I actually think that is, I mean, and all all kidding aside, that really does happen. The what? That your ears, if you have your ears confined, like if you've had, I don't know, um, a microphone that's, you know, the one that goes in your ear and right. it's got a boom on it.
1: yeah. Um, can can I? So I, I I will agree with you because I have dents in the side of my head. It's true. You know what I have dents in the side of my head from? Oh no! Seriously. What did I do now? No, no, no! Seriously, I have dents in the side of my head.
2: Well, that's because I sat there and went, "Bam!"
1: No, no, no! It's from wearing glasses for so many years.
2: That's not true.
1: I have dents in the side of my head. I have dents in the side of my head. You can feel, you can run your hand up along where my, like the temples and my glasses, you know, like the side piece or whatever they call them. Go back to your ear. I have dents in my head from wearing glasses for so long. I'm telling you, I'm not kidding.
2: How long have you not worn glasses?
1: Well, you know, I wore glasses, you know, from the time I was like out of the womb, just about like.
2: Same with Tiffany.
1: Four or five years old. I wore glasses up until I was in, um junior high. And then I got contacts and I wore contacts through, through all the way through high school. And then when I started college, I couldn't, I couldn't, I drove me nuts. And I ended up at, I don't know if it's still there or not. It's called the orthoptic clinic at Barnes hospital. And the doctor said to me, you know, I, cause my eyes don't track together. I think that's partly because of the fact that I had a, <laughs> you're going to laugh when I tell you this, another one of my crazy weird accident stories. I had a pretty na- nasty bike accident when I was like, I don't know, 11 or 12 where where your
2: training wheels fell off no 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 because you didn't put your feet down no
1: I wasn't like you to this day (laughs) I still have I still have part of a rock in my head
2: I that explains (laughs) a lot what's that that explains a lot <laughs> no,
1: i fell off my bike on a road that had i was going real fast and it was one of these deals where my brakes locked up and the bike stopped and i didn't get what i'm saying so i, I went over the handlebars saying. and guess what hit first my head and i had this huge gash in my head and i and went
2: head wounds bleed like a son right. of a so gun so
1: i run back home my mom oh my god what do you do so she takes me to the doctor and the doctor Literally, see, I went to a pediatrician who didn't believe in any kind of uh, Novocaine or stuff like that. Or what do they call it? You know, where they numb you up. What's the junk they use? Lidocaine or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He he didn't believe in that. And he's like picking at my head, pulling rocks out of my head. And he says, I think I got them all. And, And so I'm thinking, so my mom says, I think you missed one. He says, no, I didn't. I got them all. So it healed up. And it's still a little piece of rock in my head. Huh. So interesting. Yeah, and but it's back in it's back in my see what when I had my new hairpiece done from Hans Wyman. Uh-huh. I had him specifically do that area right there, so you can't see that big scar in my head. I got huh. that's that's on the right side of my head, and the left side of my head's the scar from where I got hit by the tractor trailer. But you can't see it until I take my hairpiece off. I see. <laughs> she said as she picked up her hammer and saw. <laughs> okay, uh, how do we get talking about that? You're such a goofball. Oh, what? Oh, uh, uh, someone texted me that they know who I'm talking about. My, I told you my my the high school friend, or she was like the arch enemy who's now like yes, all, all, your all nemesis. Her... <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they know who they were. They know who I'm talking about, and they agreed with me. A not, wonderful woman, you know, got her PhD the whole bit, but she was just like. You know, always, you know, I was like the scum of the earth and she was like the perfect woman. You know what I mean? (sighs)
2: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Sounds like there was a little negative courtship going on there. That's what I think.
1: No, 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 no. And
2: you just never got out of it.
1: No, it was just, it was, she was always making fun of me. You know, didn't
2: she? She liked you, Brad.
1: Weren't there guys at school that made fun of you? Um think about it for a minute, Shelly.
2: And <laughs> when I was a little kid, when I was, you know, a single digit, there was
1: So when you're in high school, you didn't have guys, hey, Shelley, Yeah, were the guys trash talking you and stuff like that cuz like stupid guys no, do. No,
2: I really Because
1: <clears throat> guys in high school don't know that you don't trash talk girls. That's not you get somewhere with a woman. You're nice to them, and they don't—they quite can't quite understand that. You know what I mean? They can't quite understand the way you. Hey, your hair looks terrible. You know why don't you get why do you do your hair differently? Hey, you want to go out on a date? No, you just told me my hair looks terrible. Oh, I was just kidding. You know what I mean? Guys, dudes are like that. They don't get it.
2: We we give you extra points <laughs> to start off with.
1: They they don't realize that the way you attract a woman is you go up to her and you say, Hey. Did your father, is your father in jail still? And she goes, why would that be? Because he obviously is a thief because he took the stars from the sky and put them in your eyes.
2: How many times does that work for you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because she was a fool. (laughs) Or how about you go up to a woman, you go, are those your astronaut pants? And she goes, my astronaut pants. Yeah, because when you wear those pants, your butt's out of this world.
2: Yeah, no, people <laughs> never did that to me. Seriously. I, oh, I all
3: right, how about, people how about. Do,
2: men do not hit on me. How about. They never
1: have. Hey, did you hurt yourself? What do you mean did I hurt myself? Well, did you hurt yourself when you fell from heaven, you angel? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> They work every time, I'm telling you. There's guys listening to this show right now, going, "Oh my God, let me write that one down." I'm going to this the is bar. like
2: the Man Show.
1: <laughs> I'm going to the bar tonight. I'm going to use that Do you remember one. Remember the Man Show? I'm to, yeah, I'm going to use the astronaut one. I'm going to use the, the the stars in the sky. The thief, your father, the thief. They're writing them down. I mean, I'm helping dudes right now. You know, get a date tonight.
2: Do you remember the Man Show?
1: I've never seen it.
2: You never watched the man show?
1: I've seen parts of it on YouTube, but I've never seen an entire man show. I've seen... There
2: was one. This is true, and this is this is why I thought it was a good show. Is um, it, and it's not really the specific specificity of what I'm going to say. It's the thought of it. Okay. And but you know, this is back when a uh, queer eye for the straight guy came out. Right? You remember that?
1: Uh, okay. Where are we heading with this? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um. Well, now I have to think about it because you, you.
1: I'll tell you what. We're running behind. me. I, I kerfuffled you. <laughs> it's. We'll take a break. We'll be back seven forty six. Ah uh, yes. Friday on my mind. BS dot show. Easy beats going way back. That he's gonna he's gonna have fun in the city. You know they have to redo that song. I've got I'm going to have fun in the city dodging all the bullets in downtown St. Louis. <laughs> I'm going to dodge all those carjackers. And all those, all those homeless people are hit me up for money. Going to have fun in the city, right?
2: Well, it's going to be the city county.
1: Going to try the not The yeah, <laughs> Try not to hit those or the- Jersey barriers on Broadway. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know that there used to be a place it it might even be still there. But it was called Off Broadway,
1: Off Broadway Bistro and Car Wash. Where? Matter of fact, you know who used to own that? Mike Ryder. Really? Yeah. Right Do on, you
2: know what place I'm talking about? It was
1: called Off Broadway Bistro and Car Wash. It was a bar on Broadway near where my grand my, my great aunt's place was, not too far from Fritz's Fine Foods on on Broadway there near Grand. And it was a car. What they did was, this is a true story. He had a bar. It was in like an old warehouse. And they were two warehouses side by side. Okay. The one on the right side was the bar. And they cut a great big hole in the wall behind the bar and put in this great big picture window. And they would have women, scantily clad women, wash your car. So the executives and all the rich Uh people, uh true story, from downtown would come up for lunch. You'd go to Off-Broadway bistro and car wash and there would be guys sitting at the bar and you'd have your car and they'd wash your car and you'd look at them through the window and you'd eat lunch and you know have food off broadway bistro and car
2: And you wash. could watch your car go through the tunnel
1: well, it wasn't a tunnel, they hand washed it. They were just like they were like women oh. in, they were women in swimsuits. Oh. Oh. You know, oh. They they rolled your car okay. up in front of the window. I missed and, that. And they, they What was I thinking? They washed your car. You know, they with you know, with their hands. Not what you think. They washed their, their car with your hands, with their hands, and you sat there and watched it. See, you think I'm making this up? Ask Mike Ryder about it. Mike Ryder, who now is like Mr. Prim and Proper, what the unofficial mayor of Cottleville, he calls himself or whatever, owns this. Does he really? Yeah, the Synergy Center and the whole bit like that. You ask him about it. You think I'm making that up? I'm not. I, 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 I so make, your dog I, agrees I with me. I don't
2: it. think you're making it up at all.
1: Your dog agrees with me because every time I say something that's true, your dog barks.
2: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with
1: them. <laughs> are the construction guys still tearing up your street in front of your house?
2: Yes, as a matter of fact, they are.
1: <laughs> they're not done yet? No. Are they're there, doing
2: the whole subdivision. Are there
1: still holes in the in, they, the, in the street? Huh? Are there still holes where you got if you the drunk people end up in those holes at night or Are there still all your drunk neighbors who, oh, uh, "Hey, uh, I can't get my car. Something's wrong with my car. You're stuck in a hole because they cut they cut the street." Oh, is that what it is? Can you can you grab my door handle and pull my car out for me? That's Shelly's neighbors.
2: I don't think that they um, are drinkers.
1: (laughs) Oh, there's something else, right?
2: (laughs) I don't know. I don't (laughs) know very many of them. They're
1: the lady who drove her car into the marijuana dispensary in Washmo, right? (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) You think I'm kidding about that. That's no, a, I don't. That's a real story. She drove her car. The car caught fire, and then the neighborhood all got, went out to the hospital. Or they first they went to Jack in the Box at three o'clock in the morning because they all had the munchies. They get the
2: fried tacos. <laughs> right. so, yes, I do think that you're lying. <laughs> I'm not now lying. Now that I didn't hear it, that, before. it happened at Why?
1: Call. I can give you the name of the manager of the Jack in the Box in Washmo. Hit confirm everything I said.
2: Uh huh. You don't believe me? Do it. <laughs> give Give me the name
1: His and the number. Text his name's it to me. Joe Taco he's got a great joe name mama no joe taco he's got a great name for working a jack in the Box. you're so funny
2: <laughs> there's Brad.
1: there is a there is a a a clip on youtube of all these crazy news reporters and stuff like that and i don't know if this is fake or not but it's a guy someplace it's a it's it's like in england it's some english news reporter and he's got the big microphone the whole bit and he's standing behind in front of this big bonfire and it's a drug seizure bonfire. They're, they're 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 burning all these drugs. And the guy starts doing this bizarre, weird report. Like, it's like, okay, is the guy getting like a contact high from the stuff that's burning? Is he, you know, is that stuff permeating in his lungs? They didn't say what it was, but, you know, obviously it's got to be something like marijuana because, you know, I'm, other stuff wouldn't burn like that. I don't think it would. I mean, like, would like meth burn? I don't think it would. I mean, it had to be like marijuana, because there was like a big bonfire of stuff. And he's going. I'm standing right here in front of all this, and the, it's going up in smoke, and oh, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> it's bizarre. I love watching those. God, some of those are so funny. There's a couple of on on, on the ones that have made from St. Louis. <laughs> Matter of fact, Tim Iselle.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, I like him. That's he's one funny. of the classic
1: ones, <laughs> where... <laughs> There's, he's doing, he's doing, he's doing, like he's doing his, he's, he's finishing up something he's talking about he goes hey now let's kick it over to and who are the lady in the newsroom and, and he says and now over to you know instead of her name he says he says now we're going to get get caught up on the news with the Hamburglar." and the, they shoot the shot of the woman and she's got a black and white striped shirt on it was so funny and she just looks at him like you know he's on the other side of the set you know it's a different camera angle and she looks at him like and she goes okay tim that wasn't funny <laughs>
2: Oh, that's funny. It was.
1: It was funny. Oh, the ones, the ones that are really funny is the guys who come up behind the reporters when they're doing a live shot and start doing weird stuff. You know, there's one, there's one classic one where there's a reporter on, on, on like this empty street, like it's down someplace in Florida, and like the hurricanes coming, and the guy's like, you know, you had those, and the guy he barely stand up. You know, and, and he's going like, and go like, and the streets are, are empty and there's nobody around. And all of a sudden these three guys just in swim trunks and he's like totally like in clothes and he's got like a, you know, like he's dressed up and he's got like, you know, like this Gore-Tex, you know, stuff on and he's got like a, a plastic bag over his microphone and these three guys come behind him and start doing the side dance. You know, the thing where they do like he does, they do the horse. You know what I'm talking about? Remember the, you're, you ever remember the, the, the side, what was it, the, Gangnam style video. Ever seen it before? No. He does the horse thing where he likes, he does a dance where he's like, he's on a horse. Where he's like, he's got the bridle and he's like bouncing up and down like he would be on a horse, like with the hands going up with the bridle. You know, you never seen that before. I have not. Homework. Next break. Right. I'm gonna play some commercials. Watch that video, okay? Now you know what the gang was. Or, or the classic one was <laughs> where, where there's a reporter in a boat and he's going like, you know, and and there there's a shot of him like he's on some street in some city that's flooded and he goes, and the water is very deep here. And as he's, and this is a live report as he's doing it. A guy walks in front of him, and the water is only like two feet deep. The guy's got waders on, and the and the water is barely up to his knee. They'll go like, okay, fake news. He's saying how deep the water is. A guy walks right in front of the boat. You know, he's like up to his knee, right? Yep, right. You got to have a boat to have the, that kind of stuff. Those news people, I'm telling you, they're tricky. Okay, we got to get out of here. We're going to be they're late tricky. again. Go watch. Seriously, watch in the break. We'll come right back. Send and
2: it to me. I.
1: I it's like one of the most top videos ever. It's like number eight or something like that on the most watched YouTube list. Here, well, f- what, what what do you look for? I'll find it for you. Okay, I'll send it to you. It's, Just do it. It's 758. Gosh. The late, great Sammy Davis Jr. What an incredibly talented guy. I mean, that guy had more talent in his little, little finger than I've got in my entire body. I'm telling you.
2: And he was funny.
1: Yeah. and Like and,
2: genuinely funny. And
1: one of the first breakthrough black artists artists who and if you know the story interesting story behind that there was a the even though at first he could not stay in the same hotel with the other people like with frank sinatra and dean martin and both frank sinatra and i think dean martin too led a protest and essentially you know essentially say that's not right you know he should be in the same hotel as us so if we haven't come a long way in 50 years i know that people still say oh things are still terrible no, they were, they may be not so great sometimes, but they're not as nearly as bad as they used to be, right?
2: That is correct, Okay, yes.
1: we're out of here, we're done. Don't forget, tonight, uh, what's tonight?
2: Tonight's Friday
1: <laughs> Thank and you. Christmas traditions. Thank you, Captain Obvious.
2: <laughs> Do what?
1: Another. Okay, Christmas traditions on Main Street in St. Charles. What's tomorrow, Shelly?
2: Tomorrow is the Toys for Tats.
1: Starts at 10 o'clock at Permanent Vacations Tattoo on West Clay, west of Zumble. West Clay is the north outer road of 70. Uh, Zumble is the you know, first of the two intersections. They're tearing apart. <laughs> She's yeah, driving what, you know, west it's like, on 70. Like
2: living in my neighborhood. <laughs>
1: right. No, that's not. You don't hear that. That's... I
2: will say as much of a PETA as, as this whole campaign that they're doing is, yeah. they're doing a very good
1: job. Well, you know what? What's interesting Steve Ellman called me up and he says, hey, where's Shelly? Uh, and I say, oh, I gave her a dress. Oh, okay, okay, we'll make sure and, and send the, the guys over there. That'll be, we want to make sure so she's, she's happy. So we will send the crews over there and we will get them going at five o'clock in the morning. So we'll have all day long to spend on her street. So we will make that street. The other streets in her neighborhood will be nice. Hers will be the nicest.
2: Actually, that's not <laughs> completely accurate because there's cul-de-sacs that they have completely blocked off. Yeah. that people are having to park on the main street right and walk down to their homes
1: uh, what well, and the problem with that is that's that's that's, it's that's all part of chilling cold outside no no Brad. that's that's part of what kind of chilling that's called that's part of the new the new green deal thing you're supposed to not be able to park in front of your house anymore you're supposed to park two miles away and you're supposed to walk the rest of the because that'll save gas. And, uh-huh. and that alone, matter, fact, matter of fact, AOC said that if you don't, if you can't park in your cul-de-sac, you park down the street, that will cool the earth by 2.3 degrees come 2026. Okay. Did you know about that? I did not. Oh, it's it's all part did, of the plan. Did I care about that? It's all part no, of the plan. No, I can't say
2: I did. <laughs> Brad, it's been a slice of heaven as usual. My weeks are always so much better when we start off in the morning.
1: I wish I could say the same, but I can't.
2: <laughs> okay. So everybody have a great weekend.
1: It's 8.06. KRAP, Washington. K-S-O-Q-F-M, Washington. K-296-H-A, Washington. Have a real good weekend. We'll talk to you Monday at 6.